Hi, this is your hostess with the ghostess, Angelique, with a quick episode just to give some initial impressions of the Ghost Adventures Quarantine four-part special that's going on right now. These episodes are fantastic. The premise is great. I mean, if it wasn't for the whole, you know, actual situation with the pandemic and everything, it would be super exciting. But the the way that they're blending in their own personal anxiety and feelings about being locked down and the fear of contagion really adds just some pure dread to these episodes. And they have a lot of facts that they have on the screens, clips of news reports and things like that. So it's really you're able to connect with these episodes in a way that I think only people that actually go out and and go to these various locations that the Ghost Adventures crew goes to feel. So these are really accessible to your average person on the street. Um, Especially if you're a frontline worker and you're exposed or if you're locked down. I know that a lot of things are lifting. Um, I'm in Georgia, in case you couldn't tell. (laughs) And things have loosened up here a little bit, but we're still in that place where the numbers aren't really falling. They're spiking back up. Um, That probably has a lot to do with the other things that are going on currently. But in my area, I live in a very uh, rural area, just about in the low country towards Savannah. And my area, things have been just strangely quiet through all of this. Um, We had the whole grocery store panics, of course. There were no paper products in a 30-mile radius for a while. But... Overall, it's just been very just bizarre, very almost Silent Hill-ish. But back to the episodes, the, the guys are scared. And we only see them, you know, scared if something like happens really quickly and startles them or they're in a, a situation where it's a little off kilter or negative, but they're actually... They've already got a level of fear and anxiety. And if you're a student or an aficionado of the paranormal, you know that those type of energies feed. I don't know what it is about anxiety or or dread or anything like that, that that just gives, it's like super juice to spirits or phenomena. And we're seeing this. They are locked down on the actual campus of the Haunted Museum. They are social distancing. Um, They're not within six feet of each other. When they're sitting around going over evidence, their chairs are spaced out. They're wearing N95 masks that they are sanitizing overnight. Um, That way they don't waste anything because of the... um, supplies being low and being needed by you know 
actual medical staff and things like that. So they're being very conscientious. Um, they're sleeping in separate um, RVs on the property. Episode one took place strictly in the museum itself. They focused on Jack Kevorkian's van and some of his belongings and some of the haunted dolls. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I was a kid when Child's Play came out. So I have a special kind of fear <laughs> of a creepy doll. <laughs> because if you remember it, well, I'm really, really dating myself. And the lady should not reveal her age the way I am. But I really don't care because I act like a 12-year-old anyway. Um, <laughs> but Child's Play came out around the same time as the My Buddy doll. And that was terrible for people with overactive imaginations, such as myself. <laughs> but haunted dolls or creepy dolls just, ooh, oh, those give me the chills. Anyway, um, they got some excellent, excellent EVP noises. Aaron got touched and affected badly. He got, um, he says that he felt two hands touch his back and he dropped to the floor literally and said he was freezing and all this and they used the sls camera which we haven't discussed in our main episodes i need to do an equipment rundown episode what do you think i'll probably do that shortly because this sls cam is boss <laughs> anyway they picked up an anomaly that started out the size of a doll and the legs just grew until it was like eight feet tall. Flipped them out because I've never seen anything like that before. They uh, got the sound of what really sounds like a woman taking her last breath in the Kevorkian room. And they got several intelligent responses to questions um, in the doll room in addition to the crazy SLS footage. They did get, I think they got some audio. I can't remember. See, I don't have access to these episodes yet, so I can't give you your normal audio clips. That's why this is just a short bite. Um, and it's unscripted, so... <laughs> I'll edit it, of course, but that's why I'm going off tangent, because I don't have my any show notes, really. I'm, I'm going off of just things that I jotted down while I was watching live with my snack. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, um, they got some noises in the doll room and they also got a really, really great picture with the uh, infrared digital camera. They took a shot of the mantle where they had the three haunted dolls lined up because they wanted to have like ultimate clash of the ghost titans with these haunted dolls. And uh, there was an image of like almost a double of one of the dolls. It was a little childlike face body kind of deal in the first picture they took. And then of course, you know how they do, they do picture, 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 one after the other. The next pictures, they weren't there. So super cool. 
episode two, um, the EVP in this episode and the intelligent response were amazing. Really, really great, clear, class A, class one EVP. Um, they also got visual intelligent response. Um, Zach was locked down in the basement of the haunted mansion, which is purported to have been used for satanic ritual. Apparently they have actual evidence of this. I'm not calling anything into question. I want to go there. And honestly, if I get to a hundred episodes, I'm going to Vegas and we're doing an episode at the haunted mansion. That's my goal. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's like this little downstairs area in the previous tenants, the bar association, they said that they had experiences there personally. Um, there's a lot of documentation. There's even official like corporate documentation of incidents. So that's actually really, really compelling. But, uh, Zach went down there alone while he sent Aaron and Nick to the property just next door to the museum that's going to be made into an expansion. Zach is currently uh, working on that house, renovating it, repairing it. Um, guests have seen the face of a woman in one of the upstairs windows. And in fact, the former owner of the home, um, his mother passed away in the upstairs bathroom. And Zach calls him during the episode, asks him about any experiences and things like that. But um, Nick and Aaron really get some good stuff. They get a lot of EVP. They get some visual. A really, really cool picture. They were using a Polaroid camera. And Aaron said something to the spirit to go stand and, and take a picture with Billy. Or is it Jay? No, Billy's there. I'm sorry. <laughs> they swapped the guys in and out. So, my apologies to the Ghost Adventures crew. I'm just really excited and I get names mixed up. <laughs> anyway, um, Aaron says, why don't you go stand over there with Billy and let me take your picture. And then he holds up the camera and snaps a picture. When the picture develops, there is this crazy black band that starts in the upper left hand corner of the picture as you're looking at it goes across the door frame obscuring Billy and across the other wall and it gets cut off by the edges of the picture and it's not like a shadow it's like gunk or ink you can see the tendrils coming off of this anomaly bleeding into the wood. The door frame, it like goes far down the white door frame and you can't see Billy through this blackness at all. And that was in direct response to a command. And I know what you're thinking. It's easy to artifact a Polaroid picture. This is very true. You can doctor the film before you even load it in the camera. You can dangle things in front of the lens, but I think we know by now 
that the Ghost Adventures crew is professional enough not to goof up and accidentally have the camera strap hanging in front of the camera or try to fake anything. They they really value their reputation. And, and again, I have to really give kudos to them because they just seem like a really forthright kind of kind of crew. But yeah. Um, while they're investigating the house, Jay is monitoring Zach from the outside command center while Zach is in the basement. And uh, at the moment, Zach hears some weird scratching noise while he's sitting down, you know, provoking, inviting things to, to reach out and contact. Um, Zach gets touched, then he hears a scratching noise coming down the hallway towards him at this very same moment. And this scratching noise is audible on camera. Um, this giant orb appears in the hallway and goes straight towards Zach and it freaks them out. So yeah, lots of really good incidents here. This was episode two of a four part series that's airing on Travel Channel. Thursday nights at 9 p.m. And the good thing about Travel Channel is when there's a limited series like this, they do rerun the previous episodes prior to the new one. So if you haven't seen Ghost Adventures Quarantine, I suggest you put that mess on your DVR <laughs> and you tune in and watch it and come talk to me about it. I'm, I'm really excited to, to get some discourse on this and, and your thoughts and, and what you think of the evidence. Episode 3 will be out Saturday morning. I've got some additional things I wanted to add to the episode to jazz it up and just some things that I thought about after my initial uh, recording. And uh, I always watch the shows several times and just some things that maybe I didn't think about or jot down right or get my thoughts out correctly. I just, I wanted to add a couple of things in so it sounded really good for everybody. Anyway, have a great weekend and we will be back with you soon. Stay spooky.